I'm Melissa McCommon, also art by Melissa M online. And I'm Liz Granado, aka M Puzzle Girl on Tumblr and most of online, though I also go by art by Liz Granado on Instagram. So we're here today to do a report for AnimeCon.com to talk about SAC Anime Winter 2019. Woo! Good start to the year, actually. Yeah, it, it was. And so um, me and Liz collectively have been going to SAC Anime for about 8 to 10 years. And SAC Anime is held twice a year in Sacramento, California. So 8 times 2, about 16 to 20 uh, conventions collectively. Yeah. Although um, we did take the past two years off because I got really busy with a lot of out-of-state conventions, which is pretty cool, and also a lot of work on my end, so I had to take a break from Saki Anime for a while. And I usually go with Mel as either a table assistant or just as an attendee on my own, and things just got busy, so life happens. Yeah, but we made it this year, and we've got a lot to share with you guys, because uh, Saki Anime holds a special place in my heart. Mm -hmm. Mine as well. As one of the first anime conventions I ever went to eons ago. Same here. And just being, you know, one of the few local conventions up here in the Bay Area, so that's also a bonus. Yeah, so um, first thing we're going to go over is um, just what Sac Anime has, because uh, as a convention, it has a lot of the staples that you would expect at an anime convention. So the first floor of the convention center has the Artist Alley Indie Zone, which we'll go into more vendor hall and the special events room and that's all on the first floor of the convention center and second floor is where cosplay meetups and photo shoots are at as well as more panel rooms for like q a special little events sort of and it's just slightly bigger room and i think they call it something events it, they add another kind of special room. and this year they also had a sword fight with friends event too that was held up on the second floor oh and cafe hoshi yeah, uh, Cafe Hoshi's a maid cafe. I've never actually been to it. I've always been kind of curious. Same here. Most, I'm very food oriented, so the fact that they have snacks there, <laughs> like, uh, piques my interest. Yeah, but that, maybe that's something we can do that next time. Yeah, I'll have to check it out, mm -hmm. just, just for funsies. And then across the street is the Sheraton Hotel. Which well, is kind of the HQ. Yeah, HQ where you can pick up your badges on the lower floor. They have some anime viewing rooms on the second level. And then also down at the registration area is also the peace bonding for cosplayer props and stuff like that. And the freebie table where you can get all the flyers and stuff. Yes, very true. And um, if at the convention center and surrounding the convention center actually, since it's in downtown Sacramento, there's a lot of food options. Oh, and definitely. if you are an exhibitor and you run out of prints or something, there's a couple of print shops close by, which is great Life if you're in a pinch. <laughs> and um, I think that there's a couple of like other miscellaneous stores. So if you're a cosplayer and you need like an emergency <laughs> fix or something, you can go to any one of the little stores nearby and just like get tape glue or whatever. I know there's a Seven Eleven right across the street. And you can find a lot of stuff at Seven Eleven. Uh -huh. And Sac Anime loves working with the community within Sacramento, and so they typically have a bunch of food discount options for attendees. Yeah. And so, so basically, flash your badge and you get a discount. Yeah, so you check in the back of the program book and it has a list of the different places that are offering discounts. So usually it's like $10 off a large pizza or like 10% off of your meal or whatever. So all you have to do is just walk in and flash your badge and you can get the discount, mm -hmm. which is amazing. Yes, yes, it makes going to the old spaghetti factory extra fun. Yes, <laughs> and um, so we're going to dive in on some things that we saw improve, some things that we can see 
that should be fixed. And then we actually have a couple of like favorite things that we yeah, want to rely on more. So let's get into this. So we're going to start off with the good stuff. So there was a lot of improvements that I saw this year compared to the second anime we went to two years ago, which I think was January 2017 was the yeah. last second anime we did. Yeah, it was. Uh, we had gone with a few friends to do that. Yeah, it just it rained all weekend, and we were at a hotel like three blocks away. And <laughs> we have learned since then. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> but just carrying all your convention stuff in the rain, it wasn't fun. Though what we, we we missed most of the storms this year, which was good as far as carrying our stuff out in. So one big improvement this year, specifically for the artist alley, which is typically at the back of the vendors hall, was an indie zone was finally included for artists. Which yes, is super exciting. So um, for people who might not be familiar with what an indie zone is, uh, let's start with like the artist alley. So artist alley uh, typically has just a ton of tables dedicated to artwork that people have made. Mm -hmm. And uh, unfortunately with SAC Anime, getting a table in the Artist Alley is really competitive and really hard. Tables have routinely sold out within like a minute of being posted, yeah. which if you are somebody who does conventions as a job or very, very regularly, um, it, can, it can be kind of cumbersome into trying to get into a show that tables are selling out super quickly, especially yeah. if you're local and you're trying to get into that show. Mm -hmm. Anime is also a very art, or, or fan art heavy show, and so original artists kind of get lost within the sea of fan art. But the Indie Zone is kind of a solution for that. Yeah. It's basically premium tables for people who uh, create independent projects. So like I, I do a webcomic, so, and I don't, I don't do fan art unless it's like a, uh, a commission or something. Um, I I know the Indie Zone was put in fairly recently, and I, I really liked it. Yeah. yeah, well, um, actually, I think it might have been either the summer show of 2018 or the winter show of 2018, but it's fairly recent. And it's, and it's what prompted me to come back to Saki Anime is mm -hmm. to try out the Indie Zone. So kind of how it differs from the Artist Alley is the Indie Zone is in the direct center of the Artist Alley. So, fan or regular Artist Alley on one side, Indie Zone, and then rest of the Artist Alley. And um, unlike the Artist Alley, it uh, Artist Alley was first come, first serve, and then they did a, uh, well, what was it called? Raffle system. Yeah, uh, random, random selection. Yep. And so they did random selection for the Artist Alley tables, and you get a six-foot table, but then for the Indie Zone, it was a portfolio review, so you actually had to go through a process to have your portfolio reviewed, and if they felt that uh, you'd be a good fit for the alley, they would they would offer you a table. Mm -hmm. And the Indie Zone, you didn't get a six-foot table, you actually got an eight-foot table, and you got a 10-foot by 10-foot space to work with. So you could do whatever you wanted with the table, so oh, yeah. yeah. Um, indie Zone, I really liked it. It was... Um, it was a nice. It was a nice space, and I liked the location where it was. And a lot of people going through there were really receptive of the original work, which was really nice. Yes, people actually took the time to appreciate the work, which is really hard to do when you're lost in the sea of artist alley. So it's nice to have something dividing it. it. Yeah, it was. It was a nice little break. Of you would start at one in the alley go through about half of the artist alley tables, end up in the indie zone, so you get a little bit of a visual break, mm -hmm. and then you can continue on with the rest of the artist alley. Yeah. Now, in the artist alley, there were still people doing original work, so maybe they didn't get into the indie zone, so they happened to get a table in the artist alley. 
Which so, is fine. Yeah, which, which is totally fine. The, the fact that they're exhibiting is great because people are still getting to see their work. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it was really awesome to see a new Indie Zone. Yeah. And we also had major improvement layout improvement layouts to the vendors hall in general. Yes, which has been an issue that was brought up in past reports, I know. Yep. And it's just, yeah, my one of my friends who I've known for ages is, um, you typically uses a wheelchair when she's at shows, and uh, there was actually space for her to be able to move around and still have people move around aside or right beside her and stuff like yeah. that. And also room for strollers and other needs. So yeah. that was awesome. There were, there were a lot of people or a lot of families there, and they were pushing around strollers with uh, little not, ones in them. Yeah, little little bit of, or not a whole lot of issues either, which is great because yeah, bring your kids, introduce them to nerddom. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was one major improvement that had been yeah. discussed in previous videos. And oh yes. my goodness, they. They got food. <laughs> they, got, they got food in the alley. So before, what you had to do was you could either go outside of the convention center to one of the restaurants and try to get some food, which is usually really packed. Oh yeah, or, because, um, you know there's hundreds yeah. of other people trying to go get food too. Or you had to go to one of the tables and get snacks, which honestly I hit the snack table every once in a while. Yeah, but I need my pocket fix. Uh, but they're typically pretty expensive, so there was. Yeah. And it, but a lot of outside food is not allowed in either, so artists are kind of screwed, or vendors in general are kind of screwed for food. Unless you bring food, which um, luckily for artists, they actually, or for the artists selling the vendors, they actually allow them to bring in food. But conventions are hectic. Sometimes people forget to bring food, which is why we bring extra food. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A great way to make friends is bring food and then offer them food. Well, and the way the conventions that are at Sac Anime is built, there are food stall stands built into the center they that were just never utilized before. And this is the first time we saw them actually get utilized. It and was great. And it was. They, and the convention actually brought in a lot of other food options that weren't related to the convention yeah, center. And, and uh, corn, which was there before, caused yeah. minor issues before, but... And there was uh, there was a couple of other vendors. My favorite one we'll talk about a little later, just because oh, yes, there was some great stuff involved with there. <laughs> and so um, with more food options, uh, it was just it was so much better because people are act and also there was a food uh, there's a food stall right by the indie zone. Oh yeah. So um, that was great for any of the other artists. And the prices were actually really decent. Like the most expensive thing on the menu was like eleven bucks at most. So everything else was fairly yeah. priced. So and that was exciting. And the fact that it was so close to the Indie Zone and the Artist Alley, people who were maybe exhibiting by themselves and didn't have anybody to watch their table, they weren't away from their table for too long because the food was right there. Yeah, and the line great. actually moved fairly quickly too, so that was also a benefit. I think that about settles it for oh. improvements. Do you have another one? Well, the fact that there was actually something new on the scheduling itself of the sword fighting with friends. Yeah, I mean, that was... That was, was something it, to actually do. Yeah, it was something that I'd never seen at the con before. Like it, it caught me off guard when they announced it over the loudspeaker. Yeah, I'm like come upstairs and fight your friends in a contained environment <laughs> with <laughs> swords, and you got a shield so you could actually block, which is great because I've been to, uh, I've heard of like the sword fighting or the jousting other shows, but you never really got given a form of defense you were just given like the sword and I was like haha I just get attack and but don't protect yeah but you get to attack and protect so it was great <laughs> so uh, I wish that we had some free time because oh yeah that would have been fun to yeah, do could have had some friendly fighting <laughs> 
And the, so that was something positive that we saw that we were super excited to see and yeah. major improvement. And I heard great things about it, and even though we didn't get to participate. Yeah. I did hear a lot of like awesome yeah. things about it. In the I'm sure it created a lot yeah. of positive memories for attendees there, which is always an excellent thing to have. Come, people, fight your friends. It'll make you stronger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to move on to some things that could be fixed. Yeah. So since we have been to SAC Anime many for, times. Yes, a lot of times. Um, we have seen a lot of things that have been like reoccurring, yeah. both good and bad. But um, unfortunately, one of the biggest criticisms with SAC Anime is that it's typically the same. It's the same. It's show. the same thing every every convention. Um, sometimes they change out the guests. Sometimes sometimes vendors switch around. But for the most part, it kind of just stagnated yeah, the, over the years. The programming is virtually the same at every convention, which not bad with consistency. But you need to spice it up to keep people interested and keep people wanting to come. Aside from just oh, it's the nerd hub of of Northern California. Yeah, like I like going to Sac Anime to visit friends, oh, and yeah, um, I've, I've got a little bit of a fan base out there, so it's always nice to visit them. But um, I do like a little bit of variety. Yeah, give us something more to do, similar to the sort of yeah. writing with friends thing. That was an excellent and change of pace. If yeah. more stuff like that could come in, that would be awesome. Yeah, and there's a lot of different activities that you can do at a convention. That's what makes conventions so great, is that there's a lot to work with and there's a lot to add in. Yeah. And so, um, one of the things that when I go to conventions, the first thing I usually like to look at, besides the artist outline vendor uh, listing, is um, I like to look at the panels because yes. I, I like learning new things and um, I like to improve my craft of either comics, drawing, or writing. Yeah. And um, when I checked the program book for Saki Anime, I was, I was disappointed in the yeah. panels. There was absolutely no no panels for comics artwork manga writing the only informative panel i saw in the whole listing was uh, better advertising for indie game developers which is great because that is uh, that's a good panel to have because yeah. not only are anime conventions great for artists and comic book fans but it's also great for video gamers too yeah, and the fact that a lot of conventions are really are willing to work with and indie game developers to get their games at the convention for people to try out, um, that's great that they had a panel for that so that you had uh, something to work on for advertising because yeah. that is an untapped market to have your game tested is at conventions. And that's and the best those, way to get feedback. And for those wanting to enter that particular business, knowing how to do that just makes you better rounded and more prepared for what's ahead of you. Yeah. But it was only on or it was the only informative panel we saw. Everything else was either Q&A with the voice actors or fan Q&As about different fandoms and stuff like that, which those are fine. I don't mind them. Unfortunately, Sack Anime has become very oversaturated panel-wise yeah, with the fan panels. There was one year where um, Patrick had actually gone through and had marked off all of the different uh, like character Q&A panels that were like fan character ones where people cosplay and then answer questions as the characters. And Sack Anime had like, I think the number was like a, a, almost 50% or just a little under 50% of those panels, which yeah. there was nothing wrong with them, but They're fine. Having, I get it. having that mostly be the, the mock-up of your panels at your convention is, mm, there's, there's other panels you could have put in there. And, and our, yeah. it takes away the variety. 
which is yes. Which again, we've talked about before. Sack anime needs more variety, and conventions need variety in order to positively yeah. strive and you know keep people interested. Yes, and so I would love to see a lot more like creative panels on how to how to construct a good comic, how to start a web comic, how to uh, advertise for said web comic. Yeah. And um, if you go to any of the, any other conventions, even if it's Sack Anime, and you see a panel like the in the advertising panel, some a lot of times those panels have information that can be swapped over from different areas. So the indie panel could have been great for giving advertising advice for web comics or mm -hmm. for YouTube videos or whatever. Yeah. So um, if you're if you're ever at a convention, don't be afraid to check out some of these other ones. It might be, not be your niche, but you might learn something that you can use in your field, which is great. Okay. So uh, moving on from panels, um, one thing that I noticed this year uh, that I noticed this year about Anime is all of the guests were voice actors and in all of them. Yeah, and in Sack Anime Pass, they would sometimes bring artists in, and I really wish or, they'd and bring or more people artists. or even writers who have had experience in multiple areas, and that was always cool. Unfortunately, this year it was solely all voice actors, and I yeah. think and maybe one K-pop group thing. Even then, I don't think they were listed as a guest. I think they were just like a they were a, yeah they're just entertainment, but they they I don't think they were listed in the guest book as like guests, but um. Nothing wrong with voice actors or anything. We love like them. That. They help make the shows and and comics we love even more exciting. But yeah, and I, was, I want I want again, the writers, the storyboard issue. artists, and the and the comic book artists. And Sacramento has so many just locally that they could bring in, and it wouldn't cost the convention that much. And even not just Sacramento, but um, Sacramento is only like an hour away from San Francisco, and there are so many people that are in the comic gaming industry, and writing so many different industries that they can reach out to there. Yeah, and, and you know, um, give more interest to your attendees there. Yes, and for for like me, I, if you couldn't tell, I like drawings <laughs> and I like comics, and I'm the same so, way. So um, when I go to an event and I see other writers, comic artists, storyboard artists, all those people, I like being able to look at their work and go and talk to them because then I can pick up some new things for my tool belt. Oh, and yeah. um, unfortunately, they they weren't there at this convention, so and I really had no reason to leave my table to go to any like industry panels or anything because there wasn't anything. There wasn't anything to do regarding that. So my one of my biggest pet peeves for Sack Anime is the loudspeaker. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. So oh, give us patience for this. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the loudspeaker at Sack Anime that they use for announcements and uh, letting people know like your party is looking for you again is this so. so Loud. We couldn't hear like, ourselves things. We couldn't talk to customers. I've had so many instances of uh, there's somebody at my table talking to me, and then the voice of the convention center starts going off saying that so-and-so, your party is looking for you. Come to this area to find them. That um, by the time the announcement was done and the, the attendee who I was talking to was still talking while the voice thing was going on, I, there's been so many moments where I've had to be like, I need you to repeat that entire sentence because all I heard was them and comic, but anime. I have no idea what that meant. 
Uh, it's mostly just volume control is what we're really asking to yeah. fix. No, and, uh, we have nothing against the announcer. He's just doing his job, and yeah. it's an important part of the job. It's volume so loud in the vendor hall, especially with you know customers and interactions and and transactions going on. We need to be able to hear how much was that thing I was paying for. So I don't know how they can fix the volume issue, but they should find a way. Aside from just personal projection. Yeah, because it's. It is the one thing this weekend where I was just like, could you please not? I have, have to deal with this for 10 hours. I need a break. Pass the ibuprofen. My head is pounding. Uh, last two topics of improvements that we would like to see. Uh, going back to the whole bring some more variety to your or, or panels and just convention in general is that a lot of the attendees started getting bored and started camping out either in the vendors hall by the artist alley or just around the convention just like there's nothing to do yeah we had a lot of people like uh, coming up and just saying like I, I mean I wanted to come by your table and hang out because there's really nothing else to do which is cool because yeah, I like people coming by and visiting I've had some really cool conversations with people yeah. being bored with other stuff at the convention and coming to say hi to me it's just, I mean, as an attendee, like, even if I didn't have a place to go camp out at, like, there were still a lot of people just, like, sitting down in hallways and, like, up against the walls, just... I know the, of the, the upper floor, they actually tape off a section for cosplayers and attendees to who sit down at and not get in the way of the walkway, which, that's nice, yeah. that's good, but... It would be great if they, um, I don't know if they'd ever consider this or not, but just have, like, a lodge. I know that they said that there's, like, a cosplay lounge or something, but, like, just a, a big meeting area where people who maybe don't have an interest in any panels or whatever, they can just go into this room and maybe have some water fountains or something yeah. so that people can get water and just Stay chill out. and hang out, just have a quiet place to go to. Because I know sometimes that um, conventions can be really overwhelming with oh, all yeah. everything going on. It Plus can be the sensory, yeah, sensory overload, either so. visually or auditory. It's I think it would be nice if they had just like a kind of a quiet cool area, area where you can just go and hang out when uh, nothing's really going on. But that's a minor one. And yeah. And then... So the next thing that we're going to talk about is internet and cell phone issues. Unfortunately, this can't really be helped because Stack Anime is held in a convention center that is all concrete and yeah. metal. So cell phone signal art isn't really going to get in or out of there very quickly. And, and 20,000 people plus. Yeah. It's a lot so, harder. Yeah. So for vendors, it's a little bit of a pain because you go to connect your card reader or whatever to do sales and internet's not working or cell service isn't working and you have to fight with it and be like why won't you just do the thing or in the case of what would happen to us frequently when the table was or when it was slow traffic i would go out for a moment you could take breaks that's yeah. okay I, and I then mel myself and then mel would get swamped with people Lots of people, which is great, but at the same time, when you're by yourself and you're like five or six commissions deep, it's terrifying. Yeah, and <laughs> and she would message me, and I wouldn't always receive the message. Liz, help! And then by the time I got back, she'd seen things. I've seen. <laughs> I have talked to so many people, Liz. I have people so much, Liz. Where were you? I just like two rows over. I'm sorry. I need to go to the bathroom. You were gone for so long. And Sack Anime has options if you know connect to their Wi-Fi for thirty bucks the whole weekend. Yeah, it was it was vendor only, which was nice. Yeah. But still, I've I've been told by a number of people they're like, 
Yeah, you pay $30 for internet. It's not very great internet, but, I mean, you could try. But luckily, um, at least for me, um, I had a pretty decent time getting my card reader and stuff to work. I really only had issues Friday, and I think that might have just been because Square was like, you haven't logged in. You haven't logged in for so long. We don't know what to do. <laughs> but I, I didn't have too many issues for that. Although trying to text commissioners was a bit of a pain to yeah. be like, hey, your commission's done. Come pick it up. Message would not send. Three hours later, message finally sent. <laughs> hey, I just I just saw this. I've already left for the day, but I'll pick it up tomorrow. Son of a gun. But hey, you know what? They got the message, and I always encourage people to come by and check out on. Um, how far the commission's going yeah. so it's not a big deal like not a lot of, nobody really like gave me issues about it it's just yeah. like if, if it was just a little faster that'd be great but yeah. i don't know how that would work besides just like me getting a like internet modem that only i can use at the show but yeah, hot spots are also hit or miss too it's it's a minor inconvenience it's a i'll live without checking the internets for a while uh, it was mostly just in terms of communication. It made it a lot more difficult. Yeah. But now that the fixes have all been addressed, let's talk about some of our favorite parts of the convention. Favorite parts and noteworthy things. So let's get this one out of the way first. Yes. So on Saturday, I think maybe an hour until the vendor's hall was supposed to be closed, yeah. the fire alarm went off. Again, this was the second time that that's happened since I've in been. In fact, the, the last time we were yeah. at Sac Anime, the fire alarm went off and it was raining again. Yeah. So, there, although I did find out because uh, I was because somebody came by to talk to our friend who had been on Sac Anime staff, and he asked like, "What caused? What? How the fire alarm go off?" And this was actually confirmed uh, through. Sacanami's Facebook. So what had happened was in the special events room next to the uh, vendors hall, I believe, um, they were getting ready for the cosplay masquerade. I think that's what was going on. Oh. And somebody had a costume that had a fog machine. They were standing under the smoke detector and the smoke detector picked up the fog and mistook it for smoke, triggering the fire alarm. Oh joy. Which had its it's uh, issues. Uh, so there were some staff members who were handling it great, and they were just informing people to evacuate the hall. We had to wait in the rain for about five to ten minutes for them to give the okay to let everybody back in. So the fire department had to show up and do their inspection to make sure yeah. that there wasn't actually a fire. Yeah. And unfortunately, because the fire alarm went off, there were some things that weren't really great that happened. Um, we, we found out that there was actually an attendee who had... Uh, passed out or had something, ha or something, something had happened, but they were laying in the like, hall floor, and EMTs were had to had to be brought in to take care of them. And yeah, the staff handled that situation expertly, which was great. And last I heard, the person who had collapsed is doing okay now, which is good. And what else got to you, honey? Yeah, I remember the the fire alarm that happened in 2017. Um, people were starting to evacuate. And some staff members had said, like, no, you guys don't have to evacuate, it's fine. Yeah. So we actually didn't have to, we didn't actually, like, need to evacuate, but I was preparing to evacuate if they told us to leave, so I was packing with my display and stuff. Yeah. So this time they actually told us to leave, so um, I was quickly throwing together all the stuff that I absolutely know that I could not lose if the convention center was actually on fire. Yeah. 
and uh, just and turning some displays away, just in just in case somebody tried to. In case a, it was a, a serious emergency slash scrupulous characters. Yeah. So the fire alarm was not very fun. <laughs> Although somebody and was very fire alarm is. Although somebody was very quick in creating, I uh, survived the fire alarm 2019 pins. Yes, and they were probably <laughs> the second time they've done this too. And I'm like, somebody, somebody ran up to my table neighbor, like just ran by his table and threw the button at him and ran off. And he looked at the he looked at the table, or he looked at the thing and saw that it said, "I survived the stack anime fire alarm for 2017." And D and D, why are you gonna do this? I'll play with you later. <laughs> so, um... That was, what, that was, that was quick. That like, was quite an event of the convention. On a more positive note, there were some really cool vendors and stalls that were here this year. One of them being the Wild Bill Soda. Okay, so... I... We saw these people walking around just carrying these mugs and stuff, and I'm instantly like, oh, Where are those signs from? And Liz just, like, yells out to somebody, like, You! Where'd you get your sign from? <laughs> and the, the look on the attendees' face was priceless. <laughs> because they just stopped and they're like, um, they're the, the, there's a soda guy off in the corner. And I'm just, I'm sitting there like, I don't care about the soda. I just want the cup. And actually the soda was really good uh, too. Yeah, Liz went and got a, got a cup. I got one for myself. I also got one for Mal. And then I got one for my boyfriend to take home. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, there was actually a really cool deal going on. If you yeah, bought the cup, you got free soda throughout the whole day. So free refills the whole day. You bring your cup again the next day, $8 free refills the whole day. And then they did the same for Sunday. I drank so much soda on Saturday. And I, then, I did not need that much soda, but it was delicious. And if I'm so, understanding correct, they were family-owned, I think. But they made all the sodas, and the sodas were really good. Oh, and yeah. I, the the Saxborola ended up being our personal favorite. Oh, they're, they're, when I first saw the mugs and everything, the first thing I thought was, I need that for D&D. We we're playing a game the next week. Our characters are going into a new tavern, and I need this for roleplay purposes. Slash Yes. <laughs> I'm going to have root beer float. It's going to be great. And but I saw I saw the mugs, and they were telling us, like, oh, you, you can get the soda. And I was like, I don't care about the soda. I want the mug. But then I tried the soda, and I was like, never mind. I need both. <laughs> and it went, their cheapest was $25, and their most expensive was 35 and for free sodas all weekend, or at least for the full day, and then just pay eight bucks each day. That was actually a really good deal. Oh, oh yeah. And the owners were super friendly too. Yeah, and it had so many different flavors. It wasn't just root beer. They had like a cream soda and yeah. a couple other. Yeah, different they options. had vanilla cream. They had uh, uh, the diet root beer, regular root beer, some black cherry. It was really cool seeing that. We've not seen that before, so that yeah. was exciting. And, and I heard that they they've been coming to Saki Anime within the past year. And so they, I, it, it's a last year's when they started. Yeah, it's a drink option besides water, which. If you're at a convention, you should be drinking water. But yes. soda, soda's a great bonus. Especially, oh, yeah, definitely. Especially you get this cool little souvenir cup. Yes, and it actually has, like, the crest on it. Yeah, so that that's pretty cool. Yeah, and it was, or on the one that I got, which was a copper or unpolished, it was a sticker, or it was a, not really a sticker. It's it like was, a print thing. Yeah, it was a vinyl print on it, and then for... Mine, uh, mine's engraved, which is really nice. Yes. 
but I can't wait to use it for role play. It's going to be great. <laughs> Another positive thing of the convention that we enjoyed, because we have not been there for two plus years. Yeah, I, I was we like... We had a lot of positive feedback. Yeah, because I, I mean, I left, I left for two years. I, I was doing other shows and stuff. And I've noticed that with a lot of my buddies who have gone there and, like, either they exhibit or they're attendees there, when they're not there... The convention's not the same, so there is there is a nice community involved with SAC anime. SAC anime has always had a positive crowd a and a really very special great place community. in my heart. And so one of the reasons why we love it too, aside from just you know the uh, nerd gathering, it's SAC anime has a great community, a great crowd. We all look out for each other, slash super yeah. excited to see one another. I mean, we we brought donuts on Sunday, oh, yeah. and we, we made friends with like our entire row of people and. Uh, it was it was great. So if you ever want to make friends at a convention, just show up with donuts. Show up with donuts. Show up with food. <laughs> there was there was one guy like a I don't know if he still does this at the cons, but he would show up with like five to ten boxes of Krispy Kreme donuts, and he would just walk around the convention centers handing out to donuts to people who needed them, okay. and. Um, people would actually like donate money to him so that he could go get more donuts and. Uh, I just thought that was really cool, but yeah, the best way to make friends in like the artist life stuff like that is just show up with extra food and just look out for each other, which oh, is yeah, really great for set that I've noticed in like the artist alley at Sac Anime is everybody kind of looks out for each other. Oh yeah. Um, overall, Sac Anime is always a fun show to go. It, it's I always it's a good intro convention. It, it is. If it you've is. never been to a big convention, or I guess Sac Anime would kind of be mid-sized, but if you haven't been to a larger convention, Sac Anime is a good one to go to. Oh, definitely, it's. Typically a positive yeah. crowd. There's lots of fun things to do, though a little more variety would be nice. Yeah, but I mean that that can easily change yeah, if they definitely. if they just take if they go about changing some of the things in a positive way. Then mm -hmm. I think that this convention could grow to be a lot more if they just have to make necessary changes. Yeah, to second anime, it was in like the top ten conventions internationally, or not internationally. Uh, uh, within America to go visit. I'm not sure where the placement is now, but uh, it's still a good convention to go to. It's a great, yeah, so. for or for both attendees, it's a great big convention to go to and meet a bunch of people and have fun. Yeah. For vendors and attendees, or Artist Alley mostly, it's a great starting convention to yes. start selling and getting if you can get a table. Used to it. <laughs> yes, if you can get a table, it's definitely worth it. I've tabled there myself, not just for Mel, but for myself, and I had a great time. So yeah, I I recommend if you're in Sacramento, um, Sac Anime is held twice a year. Um, the next convention is in early June. Yeah, because um, the, the convention center. The convention center is actually going to be going through some construction changes soon. So the next convention, normally the summer show is in early what September. Is it? It's like Labor Day weekend. Yeah. They have it, but they've switched it to June this year because the convention center is going under construction. And after this convention in June. Um, the next two will be, be Cal Expo. Yeah, which is the fairgrounds in California, or at least in the Sacramento area. So <laughs> that'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah, that will be. So, yeah, if you're going to be at SAC Anime in the summer, um, I'm hoping to be there as an exhibitor. And, and I'm hoping to be there as an artist alley. So hopefully. if you're if you're there, come visit us and say hi. Yeah, or just have fun at the convention in general. That too. <laughs> well, signing off. And thanks for watching us ramble about a convention that we've been to so many times. <laughs> Thank you very much for stopping and watching the video, and hope you can... I think there'll be some, like, links or something down here. Then find out, and, and we'll definitely add a link to the Sack Anime website for the next show, and 
and because they do pre-order tickets for yeah. those who want to attend right away. So, uh, bye. Signing Thank off. You. Bye.